Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, and Jamie Braslavsky, of course, is here. And we are going to talk about a outdoor topic today, right, Jamie? That's right. Yep. Yeah, embracing the nice weather and spending some time outdoors. Mm-hmm. Embracing nice weather. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. So, so did what? you get to spend any time outside yeah, over the weekend? Yeah, lots of time. Yeah. Lots of time, yeah. Yeah. Weed whacking, mowing, uh, carrying chairs around because we had people over. and Oh, fun. Roasting uh, marshmallow, making s'mores out on the campfire. Oh, I'm really glad you just said marshmallows. I was yeah. worried what you were going to roast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing a poor little pig. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> a poor pig or a little bu- sweet bunny rabbit oh, or geez. something like that. <laughs> marshmallows I can handle. S'mores okay. Good. <laughs> well, they came from something, Jamie. Did they? Probably. They were a chemical plant. <laughs> yeah, but those plants were living things that oh. got killed. Okay. You right. understand yeah. that, don't mm-hmm. you? Yes, okay. 100%. All right, got it. Okay, so yeah, so outdoor spaces. I think that's actually something that a lot of people maybe don't realize that is part of the scope of what we'll do. Um, people don't realize they have outdoor? No, that us, Dave Fox, doesn't do outdoor projects. You know, we do yeah. talk a lot about the inside of the home true. and the indoor kitchens and everything like that. And outdoor living is is something that we definitely get involved in mm-hmm. um, and spearhead projects on and things like that. Yeah. And then we get other partners involved too when, when needed. Yeah, and I'd say the last few years, definitely gaining in popularity as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and all of it, you know, everything we do, every project we do all kind of speaks together too. So when you think about outdoor living, we might not necessarily be putting in a patio, but we might be moving a patio, you know, mm-hmm. or relocating the whole outdoor yeah. space. If we're doing an addition, mm-hmm. oftentimes towards the back of the house, that really changes your outdoor living. And it's a really good time to maybe think about, okay, well, what projects outside do we want to do in the future? And kind of thinking through those and planning ahead for mm-hmm. them and things like that. Yeah, you know, Linda and I, my wife, <clears throat> we were at a resort, uh, I think it was like a year and a half ago or something. It was early in the spring, so it was cool out. Mm-hmm. And uh, this resort had these little gas-fired grills that weren't for cooking. They were to keep you warm. Yeah. So it wasn't the infrared type or the kind that are high, you know, And but they were, it was just like a little fire, but it was gas-fired. Yeah. And it was so nice. You could sit there, just turn that flame up however much you wanted. Yeah. And it kept you nice and toasty warm. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to fuss with building a fire or yeah. the smoke from a fire or anything like that. So we decided we definitely want to do that at our the place we're at now, our, yeah. our farmhouse. So right off of our master bedroom, there's a patio door and it goes to two steps that go to nowhere. So we're going <laughs> to put a nice little patio with one of those burners in there. Oh, that'll there. be lovely. And won't that be great? And we'll just stare at the woods at night yeah. when it's chilly and turn that thing up. Sounds lovely. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. And I think too, you know, I don't even know if this is possible, but could you run a gas line to something like that? Yeah, if that's you what knew? you do. Yeah. That's what you're going to you do? Underground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have propane gas out there, so we'll just run an underground copper line. Okay. Right to that unit. Yeah. And we'll be in business. That sounds amazing. Yeah, because we actually, we have a, um, a fire pit that's a, mm-hmm. has a propane tank. Okay. And so it's gas. And I remember it took us a while to find one that the propane tank could fit in. Because oh, yeah. a lot of them come with a separate propane tank and a hose. Yeah. 
And I was like, I don't, we have little kids. I'd all be tripping mm-hmm. all over that and falling into the fire, you yeah, know? Yeah. And um, so I think running a gas line for something like that would be wonderful and mm-hmm. good time to do it when you have everything torn up already for a room addition. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned how things get moved during remodeling. And that's yes. true inside and outside, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times we'll revamp a floor plan a little bit just to make a more efficient layout mm-hmm. and something really suited to the family that's living in that home. So it might mean uh, moving a wall or taking a wall out or uh, kind of taking some space from an adjacent room. But on the outside, like you mentioned, there could be already a patio there, but that's the perfect ideal spot for a screen porch or sunroom or yeah. a family room addition. So yeah, remodeling definitely affects a lot of things in a home. But a good design is going to plan around that and make it as efficient as possible so that you don't just go in there ripping stuff out that doesn't have to come out. But you make a nice, efficient layout that works well and that takes advantage of the features the house already has. And then, But there's always some things that need to be moved or relocated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, and also, you know, I keep going back to room additions, but the landscaping in general really needs to be taken into an account with room additions and things mm-hmm. like that. Not only moving existing, but also replenishing to make sure it fits in. Because that can make a big difference on how well that addition kind of feels seamless to the home yeah. is how the landscaping ties in and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a, I was just up at my parents' house in Cleveland and there was a new house on their street that just got built. They just moved in and they're waiting a year to do the landscaping Yeah, for whatever reason. They just want to wait. And well, because then they can pay 20% more in a year. Right, exactly. Or 15% more. <laughs> but oh my gosh, the house looks ridiculous. Oh, really? Without any, I mean, literally not a bush. Yeah, that would look it pretty strange. It looks really strange. looks like a new housing development that's underway or something. Yeah, I think of it as like the eyebrows of a house. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever seen oh, a face without eyebrows? Blue. It's really mm-hmm. lacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a meme or something out there that has like all these celebrities without eyebrows, Ooh, and it really shows you the importance of eyebrows. <laughs> so you can't unsee that. No, you can't you unsee that. But um, but yeah, you really need those. You know, you really need the landscaping mm-hmm. even around the room mm-hmm. addition and things like that. You know, same with like overhangs. I hate all these houses that with like no overhang on them. Yes. Save a few bucks to build it. And they also look kind of naked that yeah, way. Yeah, they definitely can. I agree. Um, I know. And it's funny because the, the house that we're in now was a little bit a little bit more of a, not a custom build, but more custom than our previous, more mm-hmm. kind of stock build home. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because even in it, there's some things that are kind of quirky, like a notch in the bedroom that's just kind of quirky. And, but it's funny, you take all, all of that and all you end up with is a rectangle and you lose mm. all the character. Oh. So it's like the quirks are kind of special. You oh, kind of need them. Quirks add character. That's true. Yeah. It's like, I think of the Clintonville homes. Yeah. You know, they're quirky. For they sure. All these little <laughs> things jutting all over the place, but it's part of the charm of the house. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, I always say, you know, if we were to have built this house again, I, I would have not done that notch here or not done that here or not done these columns mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but then I'm like, that's, that's exactly what I liked about this house was all the quirks and the yeah. character and the, the kind of things. But so then we could do the quirks on the outside too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Add some, the quirks. A quirky landscaping <laughs> wall. Whatever, whatever okay. you need. But, I'll, put, uh, I'll put a quirky gas burner in my 
patio. That, I think you should do that pretty standard. Yeah. That sounds flammable. Oh, really? Flammable. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Gary, I think... what are those pipes sticking out there for? Well, a little extra the gas character. here and there. That's the character. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that'll be, um, that'll be lovely, especially I bet out there you get tons of stars. Yeah. Stars, trees. Animals. Ants, ticks. Oh, gosh. All that kind of stuff. Oh, goodness. Well, that'll be good. But definitely, you know, when we do the outdoor living spaces, uh, whether it be part of a project or at least incorporated in the plan of a project, um, it really makes a difference. Yeah. I'd say. Okay. So um, along with that, you know, people are tying the indoors with the outdoors. Now. Yeah. So... I mean, that's worth some consideration as well, because you can have this beautiful landscaping and spend tons of money outside and have it gorgeous, but on the inside, you hardly see it or don't take advantage of it. Right. So I know through, of course, windows is a big part of that, having a lot of window view space of your nice landscaping. Mm -hmm. Lighting out on your landscaping is yeah. really important and mm -hmm. can create uh, really dramatic effects. So good lighting is important really with anything inside or outside. Uh, all the textures and colors you use, uh, you know, so you've got the big windows, beautiful view of the patio or your retaining wall or your gas burner or whatever you got out there. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. If mm -hmm. you're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. So today on the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, we're talking about outdoor landscaping and we were talking right before the break about tying the indoors in with the outdoors and vice yes. versa. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, instantly when you say that, I think of kind of how far sliding doors have come. Yeah. You know, and the options and opportunities with that and kind of the living space that that can create. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, it's tough because we live in Ohio. So let's be honest. Yeah, Weather is uh, ideal. Yeah, at least three weeks uh, yeah. out of the year where you Those can have three the weeks. <laughs> door open a little bit. Exactly. You know, there's not a ton of Usually in May, right? time to do that, but... You definitely want, I think one thing about living in Ohio with our sporadic weather is the appreciation we have for good weather, mm -hmm. you know, and how much True. we want to live and enjoy that time. And it yeah. really makes you appreciate it. Um, and so when you have those sliders that can kind of open, you know, a whole wall of like the back multiple of your house. sliders. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or even the ones that kind of pocket into themselves and things like that. Mm -hmm. It really makes a difference. Um not only in how it feels on the inside of the home, but just be, even if it is just a sh few weeks out of the year that you get to enjoy that, mm -hmm. it's so enjoyable that it makes it worth it. Yeah. But even when that's closed, you have all that window space mm -hmm. to view. Absolutely. Yeah. And just makes your feel, home feel much more open. Yeah. I always think too, like a lot of times in kind of a, I don't know, modern home that they're building, they're putting in somewhat of a standard size slider, you know, single mm -hmm. slider, things like that. But even when we've kind of replaced those in homes as part of a project and they're taller, yeah. you know, and they're a little bigger, it's yeah. just that makes the whole home feel taller and bigger. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because with a nine foot ceiling, you can put a seven foot high door in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you could even put an eight foot high door in and you can go eight feet wide instead of six feet wide. So it's still just two panels, but they're two bigger. four foot panels yeah. and that makes a dramatic difference. Yeah. That's definitely on my, my bucket list of yep. things I would love to do is replace our mm -hmm. slider. Of course, in your home, depending on how it's laid out on your lot, 
the view's important, right? Right. So you wouldn't necessarily want a great big view of the neighbor's garbage cans. No, or, no, not a deal. So you got to have a spot that's view worthy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We um, we definitely have our patio is very kind of sh- has a lot of trees around it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, although it was funny, I had Mark with greenscapes out to the house to take a look at something, and he's so fun to have out to the house. Yeah. Although he's also, I told him he's a Debbie Downer because he kept telling me how high maintenance all the things were. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to do any of this. <laughs> well, that's because Oscar talked to him first. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do that, Jamie. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's not feasible. <laughs> but yeah, the one tree that we have by our patio, which I can't remember for the life of me what he called it, but he's like, you're definitely going to want to move that someday. He's like, all you're going to do your whole life is pick up these little branches. Oh. We lived at a house that had every dirty tree on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, locust trees, they like put a blanket of stuff all over your patio. I think that might be what Sycamore we have. Sycamore <laughs> trees, the bark peels and yeah. all over your yard and you can't run over it with a mower. And, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, we experienced that. Yeah, so we definitely have some of those shedders. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and one of the bushes we have, I thought we were having weeds everywhere, but it sheds seeds and creates like a ground cover. Oh. I'm like, I thought they were weeds. I kind of don't like them, but there's not really anything I can do about it. (laughs) All those little trees trying to grow. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. know. They're just little, they almost look like clovers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But nonetheless, it is what it is. But yeah, I think that, you know, outdoor living space is something I personally value um, in a home. And I think that a lot of people do and really enjoy being out in the outdoors. So what plant, you have more plans for the outdoor stuff? Um, did, did Mark give you any grandiose ideas? Mostly I had him out to look at some dead trees that yeah. they died a poor little painful life. But they, um, one area we wanted to do is just, our patio is actually a pretty good size that's there. Okay. We wanted to expand it a little um, because we found that we spend probably 90% of our time outside on the driveway because the kids are playing basketball oh, and riding yeah. their little cars around mm-hmm. and things like that. And where the patio is, you can't see the driveway. Mm. So, but if we expanded it a little bit um, more towards the driveway and created a walkway to the driveway, right now there's no walkway. Mm-hmm. We thought that would kind of make it more, hey, we could sit down. You know, once in a while we like to do that. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and we could actually see them playing basketball and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the one thought we had. And then I have a, a dream that he crushed pretty quickly when he gave <laughs> us the price for it. <laughs> but I really wanted to do, um, you know, the outdoor fireplaces yeah. that are pretty oh, yeah. big. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking like 13, 15 feet tall, kind of yeah. chimney on it, and a really big, wide one. But it takes a big budget. It makes for a big budget. <laughs> <laughs> so that's in the maybe long term dream plan. Okay. But. Um, those were the couple things that we had him take a look at mm-hmm. for us, but I definitely didn't talk to him about this, but at some point I would love to change that slider door. Okay. So we're talking about Ohio, not having, you know, six months of the year where it's beautiful, gorgeous weather and you can just be outside. Yeah. So what do we do to help, um, you know, expand the days and the seasons that we can enjoy the outdoors? Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we add a lot of sunrooms and screened in porches yeah, and things definitely. like that, which are fantastic ways to enjoy the indoors mm-hmm. in a either climate controlled or climate sustained environment of some yeah. sort. Um, so I think those are wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime we've added those onto a home, it's 
I just think it's such a peaceful space. You can just feel the calm in the space with all the windows and the natural light. And um, I think that those are wonderful things to add on. Mm -hmm. I, I always, um, I think one thing that's really important to think about with adding on a, a sun a screen porch or a sunroom or something like that, that not everyone thinks about is how much it can affect, depending on where you put it, the light coming into your home. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think when sometimes they're not done well or not done in a way that was really thought through, it blocks all the natural light that comes into your home. Yeah, like if you put a, a roof over an mm-hmm. open area or a, any kind of a canopy, yeah, an arbor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people will put an arbor up just to get some of the sun out, you yeah, know, but still let some light through. But if you put like a solid opaque roof over an area, yeah, it's going to block out a lot of light that you get from the windows there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think the rooms themselves are extremely peaceful and a great way to enjoy the outdoors while being indoors. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about this before on this topic. When you do add, let's say you add a a screen porch or sunroom Mm -hmm. and it's over a a common place would be um, a patio door, an existing patio door going out onto papers or something. Right. So you'd build your room there. And that patio door used to let a lot of light in, but now it's got this big roof over it and Mm -hmm. darkens it a lot. And we talked about how you can definitely offset that by putting a real nice size skylight in your new roof right above that patio door. Yeah. And that will definitely help big time. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would definitely make a difference. Because, yeah, that's my always biggest fear with adding something like that, adding Mm -hmm. a roof structure outside is um, I hate losing natural light. Cause I'm, I don't like, I never turn on lights during the day. I just kind of like yeah. the natural light. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's a great way. And then I think, you know, kind of like what you mentioned, adding warmth outside in some fashion, whether it be a fire pit or a fireplace or, like um, some gas heaters even. Yeah. I mean, you I know, mean, it's like if you're at a restaurant and it's pretty chilly and you've got those heaters out on the patio, it just feels so good to feel that warmth radiating from that. Yeah, absolutely. Like sitting around a campfire, your front side's warm, your back side's cold. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a cool feeling. It is a cool feeling. Yeah. I know, but there's something there's something so special about the outdoors and kind of what it, it really is good for the soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just kind of being outdoors and embracing it and enjoying life out there. Um whether you're relaxing or chasing children around, it's still good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the fireplaces and fire pits, I think, are really interesting and kind of all the, I don't know, changes or enhancements that have come to that kind of concept and how people are planning them around their home and things like that. Yeah. I think is really fire interesting. Fire features are a big deal, and we're going to spend a little time talking about that. In a few minutes, you are listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Uh, visit our website, stavefox.com, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, where we are here every Sunday morning, 8 o'clock, or podcasts on demand. Mm-hmm. Right? That's anytime right. you want to listen. Anytime. We're here. Just look us up <laughs> with your internet connection. <laughs> but if you're way in the out, we're talking about outdoor space. So if you're way out in the Adirondacks or someplace and have no power, you might have to use a satellite connection or yeah. you may have to wait until you get back to civilization. There you Otherwise, go. you can listen to us. That's right. So, yeah, we were talking about starting to talk about fire pits and fire features mm-hmm. and things like that. And you mentioned putting in a, a gas line to add kind of some warmth to your patio. Um, and then fire pits, you know, there's. 
a lot of options with fire pits as far as getting kind of a store-bought one that you set up or um, getting one that's built in mm -hmm. to your patio. And then they even have those those solo stoves now too. Mm -hmm. Have you seen those? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's lots of different ways to bring that warmth in via a fireplace of sorts. And, yeah. um, and there's different considerations, I think, with each one too. Yeah. I always, there's, you know, something to the crackle of a wood burning fireplace, mm -hmm. but there's always the trade off of the fact that you smell like a fire for yeah, a long exactly. time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which I know my wife does not like me. I, you know, I have to go in a house and get all those clothes off. You smell like smoke. You know? Yeah. You have to change clothes or take a shower or something. I know. I remember at our old house, we had a neighbor that used their fire pit a lot, which is fine, but we like to keep our windows open hmm. but then our whole inside of our house oh, yeah. would smell like the fire pit so that yep. was kind of always a struggle but it's definitely the one downside of a fire pit i will say um, of a wood burning at least for pit. a wood burning yeah. exactly but a gas i think is so easy just a little on off <laughs> crank of the switch turn the switch no smoke yeah and um so putting in a gas line if you had an existing space would you be able to do that, or do you need to dig out pretty it's deep? It's like an or? existing patio, maybe with pavers and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it'd be, be more challenging. You'd have to take up some pavers yeah. Yeah, and run it under underground. So really the time to do it is when, either before you put a patio in or when you have the ground torn up. For Ideally, addition. yeah, but you may buy a house and you want to put a fire pit in and already have the patio there. I mean, it, it would be worth the effort. Yeah. You know? It's remodeling. You gotta be destructive first before you can be constructive. Oh, that's a lovely saying. Yeah. <laughs> destructive uh -huh. before constructive. There you go. Yes. I know. You know, anytime when we talk about remodeling, there's you do have to kind of go through the steps in order to get the prize at no the end. No pain, no gain. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No pain, no gain. That fits the remodeling scenario really well. <laughs> it too well. Sure does, yeah. <laughs> but so do you are you gonna do a built-in fire pit mm -hmm. of sorts yeah yeah with pavers or uh, yeah probably pavers probably pavers yeah. maybe stamped concrete i don't know okay nice put a couple chairs out there Mm-hmm. for me and my wife there you go stargazing and the deer and the antelope and... <laughs> yeah that would be that would be ideal for sure, as I think. Anyway. Well, it's such a beautiful view because we're like surrounded on two sides by woods. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous. Sounds just lovely. Yep. All right. So, and oftentimes, you know, with a wood burning fireplace, I'd imagine there's a suggestion as far as how far it is from your home or from other things. Um, and making sure that it keeps contained and things Wood like that. Wood burning, you would definitely want some space. Yeah. Because you, know, you got the little f flames and sparks and all that stuff floating through the air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, it's a little bit more um, a little bit more of a labor of love when you mm -hmm. have a wood-burning fireplace. Mm, yeah. So let's just scrap the wood burner and put a gas one in. There, there. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Easy peasy. But yeah, so they're typically a little further away from the house if they are wood burning. Um, and so planning out kind of where that is and a walking path to it and things like that and incorporating it into your patio in some fashion. Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes, you know, seating is planned to be around it and things like that. Um, but it's definitely an enjoyable space outside and, and things like that. 
And then what I had mentioned wanting is, I, I like wood burning for the fireplace because I think it kind of contains a little bit of the smell. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also kind of get that crackle and things like that. And you can do even things like a built-in pizza oven on there and things like that that are fun. Mm. But you know, when you mentioned a crackle, I'm surprised, and there probably are gas fireplaces that kind of mimic that sound. Yeah, I would imagine, but that is part of the charm of a fire. Yeah, the, yeah, there's something to the crackle, for sure. My grandkids, we had a weenie roast out in kind of a little bonfire and stuff. Grandpa, why does the wood crackle like that? Uh, well, probably because of moisture in there or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know for sure, but. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa's supposed to know everything. Well, sure. <laughs> I know. There's actually, there's a, I don't know if it's a screensaver or an app or something on maybe it's Netflix or Hulu, and you can play a fireplace. Yeah scene and it actually makes the crackling mm-hmm. sound mm-hmm. <laughs> which i think is funny yep but yeah and i think you know some people design their outdoor living space with the intent of it just being you know for you and your spouse mm-hmm. and it just being kind of an intimate space and then others plan it around entertaining you know yeah, having people over oh, yeah. where all the people are going to sit and if there's going to be a bar or a pool mm-hmm. or you know Actually, there's no better setting, you know, on a nice evening than to be outdoors around the fire, providing it's not 85 degrees. Sure. And uh, it is just fun. I mean, it just adds an element that just is great for entertaining. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And so speaking of patios, um, there's lots of different options with kind of patio material and design and things like that is... And I know sometimes we've done it where we'll put a concrete slab down first um, just to make sure, you know, things are stable and no weeds come through or anything like that. Is that common or is that per client request or? Yeah, I would say that's kind of a specialty method of okay. doing it. Uh, it's kind of going the extra mile. Yeah. Um, and I was just talking to really the, the guy that does a lot of our concrete work and he said for himself that's the way he would do it yeah so of course he's a concrete concrete guy right Wait, yeah <laughs> uh although a well done paver with a sand and stone base it performs very well too yeah yeah but if it's not so well done it's it's a calamity <laughs> yeah yeah and then some of the other materials like um the bigger, flatter stones, like a, is a bluestone? Bluestone, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, flagstone. Yeah, those are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But definitely get get higher up in the price point for yeah. something like that, for yeah. sure. But yeah, there's, um, and then as far as the roof structures, um, you know, there's well, lots of ways to create shade. Yeah, but back to the, the, the lower stru- floor structure. Yeah. Uh, stamped concrete is also really nice. It is, yeah. yeah it's and there's amazing. just an incredible amount of patterns and colors. Mm-hmm. So you can custom the, customize the colors. Can get tons of patterns. Some look like slate. You know, some look like stamped stone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some look more realistic than others, but it's definitely a viable option because there you got one nice big concrete slab. Yeah. That's got a beautiful texture and color of Easy your choice. Easy to clean, yeah, all yeah. the things. Mm-hmm. There was someone was just telling me, no, I can't remember who, that they were doing one um and they actually had a stamp for the edges too. Yeah. Yep. To make it look like the stone went all yes. the way around, which I thought yeah, that was, was amazing. Neat. 
Yeah, it's like some artistic work with cement. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, it's a, but I agree, that's a very good option. Yeah, very good option. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. If you have drainage issues or water problems, then that can be sloping away from the house and basically virtually get all the water away from you. Where uh, pavers would be a little bit porous. Yeah. Not a huge amount, but somewhat porous. So here on the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, we were talking about outdoor, what, entertaining, enjoying the outside, uh, fire pits, paver materials. What are we going to put over if we're going to put a roof on it? What are we going to do for that roof? Or is it going to be an arbor? Or is it going to be solid and blocking out all the sun and providing shade? All different options that we're going to talk about in the next segment. And today on the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, we are talking about outdoors. And uh, the weather in Ohio can be a variety of things. All in one day or week. (laughs) And pretty much in any season, you could have some extreme fluctuations. (laughs) So the weatherman always keeps us guessing. Yes. And he's right about 20% of the time. Yeah. It's a special job that you can... uh... You can mess up every that single often. day except maybe twice a month and still keep your job. No. Unless you're a weather forecaster in San Diego, you better get it right or you're fired because it's simply, <laughs> it's going to be 75 and pleasant today. Yes. All that, you just say that every day. Every day. There yeah. you go. You just mm-hmm. have to record it once. Yep. How boring. <laughs> I know. It is so boring. Yes. Okay. So back to the unboring Ohio climate. Yes. And outdoors. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, the main kind of point behind this is being able to maximize the outdoors for all of our varying weather Mm -hmm. um, and seasons and things like that. And finding ways that you can utilize it when it's, you know, maybe 60 and there's a little chill in the air, but you want to be outside all the way to when it's 90, but it's you want to be outside. Yeah. So 90 and outside. We talked about how if it's chilly, you know, to make yourself comfortable. Fire pits, uh, gas heaters, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But if it's 85 degrees and it's like seven o'clock in the evening and there's no wind, what do you do? Well, well, it's a little toasty. (laughs) (laughs) You know. I think a really nice big fan on the patio because when there's a breeze, like out out the farm, there's almost always a breeze. So it can be really warm, but as long as that breeze is coming through, you're comfortable. When it stops, it's mucky, ucky, sticky. So really, I think a couple of really nice big fans for a patio would make sense in real hot weather when you don't have a breeze. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that can be the benefit, too, of doing some sort of roof structure is being able to have a ceiling fan. Yeah, um, definitely. Which can really make or a space. Or even an arbor, you know, if you yeah. have an outdoor ceiling fan that can handle the weather. Yeah, I mean, that can really make a space quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've even seen, too, where if it's kind of an open-sided roof structure on yeah. three sides or even four sides, you yeah. know, and you have a fan in there, you can even put the, they're almost like curtain panels that pull down and block the sun. Yeah. You know, if you have really strong sun coming from one side mm-hmm. or direction at a certain point of the evening, that can definitely help. Shade mm-hmm. is very powerful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's lots of ways that you can kind of combat the heat. I know in Arizona, we went out there one time in like August, which is like who goes out there in August. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. It was very hot, but they had a lot of ways of making it 
pleasant. Um, and one of those ways that I thought was so interesting is a lot of the restaurants on the patios, you know, in Ohio, you'll see heaters mm -hmm. kind of up at the top near the mm -hmm. roof structure. And there they actually had misters. Oh, so it would okay. blow mist yeah. out. And it's amazing how yeah, cool you didn't you. get wet because the air is so dry, but it's amazing how pleasant it yeah. made it really. So I thought that was a kind of yeah. a cool technique. I remember being in Oregon uh, on real hot day with some friends. We were out doing some hiking and it was extremely hot and muggy, but we came up to this almost, it wasn't a waterfall, but it was a real rapidly flowing down hill, narrow stream, like yeah. a creek. Yeah. But the water was just gushing down fast. And when you stand there and just feel that water, you know, the mist off the water, mm -hmm. it was so cool and refreshing. Yeah. So just that little bit of mist in the air really makes a big difference. Yeah, it really does. Um, so, but yeah, adding a structure that can accommodate a fan or mm -hmm. a minimum shade, um, because a lot of times, you know, the shade from above is is great, but often, especially late in the evening, it's coming in from the sides, mm -hmm. and that sun is strong. Yeah, that sometimes feels like the strongest sun of the day when it's just kind of beaming on you. Um, and it's hard to catch a break from. So yeah. So if your patio is facing west, for instance, so then in the evenings that sun's going to be shooting right at you. Yeah. And that's where an arbor can come in handy. Because an arbor would be just basically a, a wooden structure up there with with big slats, we'll call them, mm -hmm. uh, big ceiling joists. You can either set them vertical, maybe 12 inches apart or so, and maybe use the 2 by 8 or 2 by 10 or you can set them at an angle. So that way you're blocking the direct rays of the sun, but you're still getting natural light through it because it's not a solid opaque surface. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. So where you're thinking of putting your patio, is that sun or is that shade? Well, it's facing directly west, but we have the big woods okay. out maybe 100 feet away from there, which blocks that So it drops that behind them pretty sun. soon. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, ours faces... I'm not good at directions here. <laughs> <laughs> Get your I, phone out. and. I think it faces north. Okay. So, so you, we have shade. All the time. That's north. Most, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of shade, which mm -hmm. is nice. Um, where we were before, we faced south. Okay. So, yeah. So, it was sun. Oh, winter sun. It was just sun all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we never got a break. So, we kind of embraced the shade. Um, makes it very pleasant back there. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, a good mix is nice too. You mm -hmm. know, areas that you could sit in the sun and areas that you can sit in the shade um, and creating those elements and things like that yeah. can be really nice to enjoy. Yep, definitely. But yeah, so I think, so what would you say is your biggest kind of tip or advice when you're planning a room addition or remodel that maybe disrupts your exterior living or outdoor living? Uh, gosh, I think that depends so much on what all the features of the lot are and where you have trees. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that would pretty much be a case-by-case -case scenario. But just making sure to factor it in in general. Yeah, because, you know, the direction is important. And mm -hmm. do you have shade, like if you're facing directly west, is there anything to block that sun that's going to be blasting in there yeah. in the evening? All afternoon and evening, really. Mm -hmm. You'd have morning shade. Uh, or if it's facing east, you're going to have morning sun, and the afternoon's going to be all shade. Yeah, 
facing south, like you said, it's going to be sun, 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 sun. Sun and a little facing bit more the sun. North, it's going to be shade, 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 shade. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's important to really calculate what the sun's going to be doing and mm-hmm. what kind of, do you have trees that are going to help protect you from direct rays of the sun? If not, you might want to think about putting an arbor roof up. Yeah. Um, you know, a solid roof is just, it blocks out so much light. I yeah. think that's probably the worst choice. Yeah. But an arbor is going to give you some protection from sun, but still let a lot of natural light in. Yeah. Because that's the idea of being outside, right? Yeah. One of the projects that we did that I can think of um, that the solid roof really worked was the way we did an addition of a kind of a sunroom, and then the patio went off the side there, and then the covered roof structure was actually a little further, mm-hmm. and it butted up to what was the back of the garage. Okay. So it wasn't inhibiting any light getting into the house or anything. So mm-hmm. I thought that setup in particular, that mm-hmm. really worked. Yeah. Because um, they kind of got the best of both worlds there. Yeah. So I think, again, like you said, just kind of case well, by case. Yeah, good design is going to take advantage of all the elements you have there to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, and use them as efficiently as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, you know, whenever you're creating an outdoor space, factoring in the maintenance yeah. um, is important as well. You, it definitely, you do maintenance stuff? I, I don't. The outside stuff I don't love. No. Indoors, I'm, I, I like housework. I like all that kind of stuff. Outside, mm-hmm. I have two black thumbs. <laughs> yeah. I got a whole farm to take care of. Man. I know. Talk about, uh, it's a lot of work. Really realizing that now, aren't you? Really, yeah, yeah. I just went and bought the biggest weed whacker I could find. And, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. Uh, so, and I bought a big, super high-powerful leaf blower. That you wear on oh. your back. It's a backpack unit. That's actually probably, I will say, one of my favorite things we own. Okay. Is a leaf blower. You can come out and, le- and blow leaves. It's so gratifying. Okay. It's like a power washer. They're both very gratifying tools. All right. It's very gratifying also to listen to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show when we're talking about gratifying stuff. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. We're here every Sunday morning at 8. Uh, visit our website, dayfox.com. You can go to dayfoxradio.com to hear previously broadcast shows and you can contact us by emailing info at davefox.com we'd love to hear from you we'll be back next week